Do you ever wonder why some people who you've never heard of before all of a sudden appear everywhere? Andrew Tate is an Anglo-American kickboxer turned influencer whose extreme misogynist videos have helped make him the most viral man in the world. Bang out the machete, boom in her face, then grip her up by the neck. On December 29th, he and his brother were arrested by Romanian police as part of a rape and human trafficking investigation. The Matrix has attacked me. A few months before their arrest, I was in Romania trying to get access to their so-called secret society, the War Room. The War Room is the most powerful network on the face of the planet today. To get inside, I had agreed to endure a professional cage fight in Romania. I know he's going to lose, but wow, he's actually in there. Along with a hundred Tate superfans. We shouldn't be slaves. We shouldn't be working nine to five jobs. I need to evolve. I need to get better. I need to evolve. I'm not tough on myself. Nobody else will be. That's what I learned from Andrew Tate. He's saying, hold, hold on to. What I found out. My plan was to sow anarchy. Is that this recent arrest appears to be just the tip of the iceberg. This is definitely a hit piece. I don't care. The real story. We've clearly conquered the internet. Began years ago. There's not a single female complaining. Do you think there's not a single female complaining? Have you seen one? Tell me. My ex-boyfriend was radicalized by Andrew Tate. He was sweet. And I guess vulnerable to being brainwashed by Andrew Tate and his cult. People don't know what he's done. If you haven't heard of Andrew Tate yet, it's only a matter of time before he pops up on your newsfeed. His videos have been viewed over 11 billion times, and in July, he was more Googled than Kim Kardashian and Donald Trump. He's been called the king of toxic masculinity. He has said that rape victims should, quote, bear responsibility for being raped. We're about to enter his compound in Romania, which was raided earlier this year as part of the rape and human trafficking investigation that led to his arrest in 2022. Is that true that you sequestered an American girl? She's not even pretty. This girl's average. She's ugly. I don't have time for this bullshit. What about the rape accusation? That's not true at all. Hello. Is this Andrew Tate's house? I'm Matt. Okay. Hey, hello. Just a second to have a confirmation from Mr. Tate. Okay, cool. Yeah, you just let me know when, when we're allowed. Okay. Yeah? Yes. Thank you. Welcome. Hello, hello. Good to see you. This place is giant. Yeah, I can give you a quick tour. I can't show okay. you a lot of it. A lot of it's like off limits, but I can show you okay. some of it. Gee, come bite then. Show them how scary you are. Is this the normal level of security you have for your house every day, or is this just for us? This or? is the normal level of security I have my house every day. I am prepared for all eventualities. It's better to be paranoid. I kind of like cars. I can tell, yeah. This door leads to, I can't take you in there. That's classified. Up on there, can't take you in there either. It's classified. You do, you do know if you go to any off-limit areas, like security, you're going to intercept. So everything yeah. I point classified, I'm basically saying don't make them put a gun in your face. Got it. TV, which I never watch. World title belts. I was four-time kickboxing world champion. And what's this painting over here? That's my brother. Who else lives here? Is it just you? No, I live here with my brother. I think you get the best version of yourself if you live with other competitive men. I, I don't have loser friends. I like sitting down with people and discussing how we can make money from the conflict in Ukraine. That's what I enjoy. I don't want to talk about TV. Interesting. Okay, cool. Hi, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. I'm Matt. Georgia. Georgia, good to meet you. What are you up to, Georgia? Working. 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 Okay. 
This is uh The woman I'm trying to speak to, Georgiana Noghow, would also later be arrested with Tate in December. Georgiana, two coffees, please. Accused of assisting him in his human trafficking operation. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hey, how are you? What are these guys up to? Conquering the world, my friend. Through what means? I run Hustlers University, which is now currently the biggest online educational platform in the world. We've grown extremely fast. We have 110,000 students inside of a year. Hustlers University. Hustlers University. Hustlers University. For $49 a month, Andrew Tate's online Hustlers University promises to teach his millions of followers the secrets of modern wealth creation, from crypto trading to drop shipping. No big deal, just the biggest online school in history. Is this a sharp sword or is it kind of a decorative sword? I did a Tate speech about why I have this sword. A Tate speech is like my YouTube channel, Tate Speech. Yeah, yeah. And I talked about how the number one problem with the world is that not enough men walk around their houses with swords. Mm -hmm. that, that's up there for sure. Because if more men walked around their houses with swords, so many of the world's issues could be fixed. But you have to extrapolate it. Okay. For example, so the woman panics, she sees something on TV, the man comes home, she's like, oh, you go, we gotta start wearing a mask, da, da, da. If the man walked around with a sword, and she's like, put a mask on, he'd be like, I'm brave, I don't need a mask. I'm a commander, fuck you. It's just a symbol of empowerment. You got your sword, your wife starts talking, you're like, shut up, I decide what I do. Be quiet, cook. Andrew's unashamed, misogynistic, and violent views so far seem to match his YouTube persona. But to find out how he's translated those into viral fame, I accept an invite onto the Tate Brothers podcast, Emergency Meeting, which is also a chance to get acquainted with his brother, Tristan. Welcome to Emergency Meeting, episode 13. We have a special guest, Matt Shea, who is internationally renowned and respected. He's a folk singer, and he's gonna sing us a song. Andrew's invited his mate on our show, without my consent. I'm just gonna have to bite my tongue and listen to you guys talk most of this emergency meeting. Otherwise, I'm gonna walk off. Matt, so, Matt can you introduce yourself? Tell them about your singing career, tell them where you're from, etc. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually not a folk singer at all in what? the slightest. No, sorry. What? I'm, Are you calling my brother a liar? You lied to case, me. Yes. Let me Thank ask you, you a question. Have you ever seen the clown that hides from gay people? Uh... <laughs> Have you seen no, him? No, I haven't seen you him on the eyes that gave So him. you've never seen him? No. Strange. Is he here somewhere? Strange. Well, yeah, he's right here. I see him. I see him. All right, let's be nice to our vice friend. So let me be nice to him before he does a hit piece. He's, this is definitely a hit piece. I've warned my brother that this is a setup. And this is what everyone- I don't care. I'm uninterested. I've clearly conquered the internet. I'm clearly unstoppable. I'm like the Borg. You've invited the liberal news media to come They can all life. come. Just because I'm wearing a gun, I'm violent. Is that how it is? Just got that knives all over the table and I'm a kickboxing world champion, I'm violent. If you are wearing a gun and you have knives, that does make you a little bit violent. It makes, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It makes me security aware. I don't want to song. I haven't Sing said like you promised. It's you a setup. I won't kick Vice out of my house. I think a few more minutes or no, are we done with no, it? No, no, you can sing now or you're off the pod. During an ad break, Andrew breaks character. I'm 30 second break. Chat shit. Another five minutes and we'll get you out of here. You can talk, you can talk shit back. You can annoy us if you want. Don't worry, no, I know. I'm just not very good at it. I'm not very good at talking shit. <laughs> We've had a long career. We have to do um, our normal broadcasting. Okay. Kick him off the pod. Cool, man. Have fun, guys, yeah? Bro, this is going to be the worst documentary about us. What they gonna What are they going to say? I don't know. He has lots of cars and money. All the women love him. He's sexist. Oh, no. Please don't put that on the internet. Who cares? Right? Whatever. Within minutes of being on their show, the Tate content machine snaps into action. Oh, yeah. Wow. Already, 
You promised to sing to me. It's you a setup. I won't kick Vice out of my house. You can sing now or you're off the phone. Tate Brothers embarrass Vice reporter. Actually, I take that back. I want to make sure that my army is fighting, you know, ethically and following the 18,000 likes, 246 comments, 66 reshares. Oh, I accidentally liked it. If you had to go to war, did you call your friends? Let's see what people are saying. Tate win, as always. I'm impressed how easily he runs over weak men's arguments. It isn't Tate posting all these videos. So who are all these people? Tate Brothers Embarrassed Vice Reporter was posted by a fan account that has 58,000 followers and 3.9 million likes, and is just posting loads of videos every single day. Right in the description of his account, it says, looking to level up your life, start here. It's a sign-up link to The Hustlers University. Another account, and again, a link to The Hustlers University. He's got a clever formula here. It turns out a big part of Hustlers University is an affiliate marketing scheme where boys as young as 13 are instructed to share controversial videos of Andrew with links to the Hustlers University underneath. If someone signs up through your link, you get 48% of their subscription fee. By financially incentivizing 110,000 students to share his content online, Andrew has essentially built an army to make him rich and famous in a very short space of time. And he's tactically avoiding the impact of social media bans because it isn't Andrew himself posting, it's his legion of fans. All I'm doing is saying that every, the shit that everyone thinks isn't allowed to say. So that's the reason I'm all big on the internet. I'm starting to wonder whether he's just a living meme. You're a loser because your mentality is loserish. Some kind of viral marketing campaign to swindle money from confused young men. You never had the life I had, ever. Or if he really believes what he says. All I am offering is the truth. Andrew first appeared on our screens as a reality TV star. I've never been in a situation in my life so far in my 21 years where I really want something and didn't get it. He had found an arena where controversial personalities thrive. I have to manipulate a lot of people to win. But something happened when Andrew was on Big Brother, one of the biggest reality TV shows of all time. This is Big Brother. Due to events in the outside world, Andrew has had to leave the Big Brother house. He was reportedly removed from the program when a video surfaced of him slapping his ex-girlfriend and then beating her with a belt. I didn't say the word listen. Did I say listen? Did I say listen? No. Did I say it? Public outrage simmered down after Andrew released a video of his ex claiming it was all part of a so-called kinky game. It was just pure game. It's just what we used to do. But what the public didn't know, and what we can now reveal, is that around the time that Andrew was playing truth or dare in the Big Brother pool, the UK police had informed the production company that he was under investigation for two incidents involving other women, one of rape and a further of physical assault. In May 2021, Tate made reference to his arrest in an appearance on the Fresh and Fit podcast. I was like, who are you? And they're like, you're under arrest for a suspicion of assault of this dumb hoe. And I'm like, like wait, this is a dumb hoe? <laughs> they didn't, but I'm going to protect her anonymity because I'm a nice guy. Come home. <laughs> During the same period, the Tate brothers were recruiting women for a webcam sex business and creating the first of their many online courses, teaching other men how to do the same. I am her everything. It doesn't matter if I fuck someone else. 
because I'm her everything. She has nowhere else to go. It was called the Tate PhD, or Pimping Hose Degree. She was a fucking hoe, and I spotted it instantly because she didn't humble herself when she was supposed to, and I'm glad I didn't waste any more time on her because she's never going to be doing like my other girls do, living in my house, letting me fuck other women, remaining loyal, and fucking bringing me coffees and doing as I say. Andrew has closed down the Pimping Hose Degree to focus on the Hustlers University. Luke, your screen's compromised, yeah. So keep it super fucking vanilla. But with a historic rape allegation in the UK, and the Romanian police now looking into him for rape and human trafficking, I want to find out more about his methods of recruiting women. Did you at one point say that the girls who started as your girlfriends and then worked for the webcam industry, 100% of the profit goes to you? I think in a lot of households in the world today, the man is in charge of the investments. I think that's not an uncommon thing. Tell me a view I have that you think is genuinely insulting or destructive to society. I'd like to hear it. You prefer younger women who are 18 or 19 because you can leave an imprint on them? No, when I say leave an imprint, I mean that. It's, you, I understand what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that like, if I get her, I can brainwash her. I'm not trying to say that. If you meet a girl who's 22 and you're her second boyfriend, she's probably like a nicer person, less jaded, less upset, less suspicious. So you like to be in a position of power? It's not being in a position of power. It's about, I enjoy to show her amazing things. You're trying to attach things to the situation which aren't, which aren't true. Five years ago, you said rape is a terrible thing, but if you put yourself in a position to be raped, then you should bear some responsibility for that. Okay, so first, we agree that rape is a terrible thing. Point I'm trying to make is the best way to prevent yourself from being raped is to have a degree of personal responsibility and not put yourself in positions to be raped, as opposed to standing there saying that, Rape shouldn't happen because, or men, raise our boys better. You know what else shouldn't happen? Robbery. I want the freedom to walk down the road with a million dollars in cash. Is it fair to compare the desire to walk around with a million pounds in cash to someone wanting to just walk around their own city at night? Well, fe female beauty is extremely valuable. Of course, female beauty is extremely valuable in the eyes of men who seek to exploit it. I don't give a shit about having sex with beautiful women. I fuck them so they listen to me, so I can get what I actually want, which is not them. It's a means to an end. Every single Bond girl was exploited. That's exactly what I do. Have you heard the term lover boy before? The lover boy method? Yeah, romantically involving yourself with a woman and then making money off of her in some sort of sex adjacent industry. Firstly, I would call the webcam industry far closer to psychology than sex. The webcam industry has prevented more male suicide than any group of therapists, any action group, any charity ever would, right? Is that true? How can you measure that? Well, I, it's not about measuring, it's about my personal experience. One of the concerns that people have about that okay, no, firstly, method is that let me, let me correct you, because I'm a professional. Is that it's similar to, or people might consider that a form of grooming. Okay, so I'm a professional, so I have to conf conf I have to change what you just said. I have to at least, I have to at least challenge you on it. Nobody's concerned about anything that happened 10 years ago when a bunch of girls got rich. There's not a single female complaining. Do you think there's not a single no, no, female no. complaining? Have you seen one? Tell me. Andrew says no woman has complained about him personally. He won't let us speak to the women who work for him. So for now, it's difficult to verify this claim. But I have spoken to many women who complain about the effect Andrew's rhetoric is having on their lives. To protect them from harassment, I've agreed not to name them. My ex-boyfriend was radicalized by Andrew Tate. 
to the point of threatening to release revenge porn unless I took back what I said and on social media against his sexist, you know, misogynistic views. It's like a virus, the things that he's spreading. The scariest thing is, I have no idea if the next guy I meet could be an Andrew Tate fan. As a teacher, it's definitely worrisome. There are boys who look up to him, especially those that are maybe vulnerable and they're sort of going to go into the real world, carrying those violent views with them. I'm 14. The boys at school my age think that it's okay to say horrible things like women are men's property and they get to do what they want with them. It makes me really disappointed in my generation. Andrew's views represent a new era in modern misogyny. Start talking to some bitches, saying me and my man were fucking. Where you can now not only talk openly about subjugating and objectifying women, but doing so actually garners millions of committed fans. They don't believe the level that you can operate at when you're actually a G. The most hardcore of them have traveled here to Romania to join the War Room. The War Room is a fraternity. We're a brotherhood which is designed to inspire the best from our brothers. They have to have the mentality and the pedigree to survive. There's tests, and if you do them, you can stay inside. At the top of Andrew's fraternity is a small group of wealthy and powerful men who all stand to gain significantly from the expansion of his empire. This inner circle is not happy that I'm here. After our testy exchange this morning, Andrew invites me to watch him train. Have you ever boxed before? No. But it turns out he's planning on teaching me a lesson. Who's got spare gloves? There you go. I appear to have unintentionally walked into a situation where Andrew Tate is going to train me how to box. Punch me. Punch me. Oh, look, you're bleeding already. It's only round one, we've only warmed up. Keep going, bro. We've got 10 more rounds. No fucking way. I meet and get punched in the face by the inner circle of the war room. In the world Andrew is creating, not only are women to be subjugated, <laughs> sorry, that almost felt like I got knocked out, but men defined by their capacity to inflict violence. <sighs> okay, okay, tap out. You stopped. You were like, all right, pause, time out. Like, if that were having a street fight, would someone stop? No, no. so that's your reaction. I need to fight back. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, yeah. The War Room is a network. We have 10 meetings a year. The next one's going to be in the mountains of Transylvania. You could do it, but I don't know, my friend, if you're prepared. We've left Bucharest and we're driving into the Carpathian Mountains to meet Andrew and his inner circle for the War Room, which is going to involve something called the test. I've made it into Andrew Tate's war room, where 100 of his biggest fans have flown in from all across the world, each paying $5,000 to have their manhood tested by the one they refer to as Commander. None of us know what he has in store. I welcome you all to the test. There is a cage fighting event, and every single one of you has been paired against a professional fighter. You will fight in the cage, on national television, and it's a real fight. There are two paths you can go down. You can agree to fight, or you can decide that it's not for you. You have one hour to think and make a decision. That's gonna be a hard no from me. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a yes, just to learn a little bit more of what happens and then definitely pull out at some point. Does anyone have any questions to ask me? There's no training before this fight. If you've been walking through life, too lazy to fucking train, is that your problem or my problem? 
I couldn't help overhearing some disagreement within the war room. Did you start you wink wink? How are you doing? What's what's this? It's gonna be fine, bro. We have ambulance, we have medics. No one get no one get fucking knocked out. Don't worry about it. At the center of it all was Andrew's right-hand man, Iggy Samawise. Here I will share with you my secrets. He's the self-proclaimed greatest hypnotist in the world. You will learn the power of hypnosis. And seemed to have an agenda that expanded beyond the warum itself into something larger and darker. Your sons will marry their daughters. Your daughters will marry their sons. You will create legacies, enjoying those juicy steaks, that finer scotch, those smoother cigars. He refused to speak to us, but it's clear that he has a big role to play in whatever the war room's real agenda is. This is the war room of Andrew Tate. Welcome to the test. Now is decision time. You are getting in the cage to fight a professional fighter who is trained to hurt you. Anyone who is fighting. Please stand up. Anyone who is not fighting, you can stay seated, and we will begin the other program. Just like that, a third of the room decides to get beaten up for Andrew Tate. What happens to the people who said no? They're doing something slightly different, describing the reasons they didn't do it, how that affects their life as a whole, whether they're going to make any changes in the future to be more ready for opportunities. That's where honor comes from, right? From victory. One of the men who said no agrees to speak to us as long as we hide his face. Why did you say no? I have been in the ring before, but just sparring. But I was like, "Fuck, professionals and Russians, like they, they, they guys are serious." I was just too scared. So then afterwards, I felt bad about myself, and I was angry at myself because I came here to be tested. Andrew Tate has obviously said a lot of kind of controversial things online. Yeah. What do you think about that? A lot of things are very controversial, but I think the bottom of his message is a very, very positive one. Because if I'm not tough on myself. Nobody else will be. Nobody really cares about me if I don't care about me, right? That's what I learned from Andrew Tate. People who decided this morning and people who decided at later date here. We have a chaperone following us. We've been told that we're not allowed to talk to anyone. <laughs> what about in passing, asking people like, what single question? Let me run this by tape before we film. No other comment. Okay. All right. Would so, you be up for that? Yeah. Yeah. Our chaperone vets who we speak to and tries to heavily control our questions. What do you Show do? that you're not okay. some sort of right-wing extremist for this. Why did you join the war? I don't want to be fucking stagnant. I need to grow. It's just a fundamental shift in my mindset. What I think could be bad is always good. For the war, I used to think, why is this happening to me now? What is this trying to like teach me? About Andrew Tate specifically and the things he says online, the yeah. things that get him negative publicity. Yeah. What do you think about those things? I think he's speaking the truth. Really? Yeah. Interviewing under the chaperone's supervision is proving restrictive. Yeah. No, no fucking no alpha craziness. He's a bit of a he's an animal. This one. So we can't speak to anyone. Okay. Who is this mysterious chaperone anyway? Hey man. Hey man, how are you? Good, good. How are you? Good man. Um, I was wondering if we could have a little chat. Yeah. Yeah. Suits me, man. Brought over from Dubai. Like most warum leaders, he has a sports car. Do you want to do the interview in here? Ah, uh, yeah. I don't see why not, man. And like most people with a sports car. He's keen to show it off. So, what do they call you? In these circles, uh, sartorial or the sartorial shooter. 
I'm one of the guys who manages uh, organisational risk and security for the war room. So anyone with any criminal activity, maybe they are showing signs of being racist or sexist or any of these sorts of things, they're out straight away. We, we will not tolerate that. And so how do you reconcile that with some of the things that Andrew, for example, says online? Any claims of misogyny or the fact that he's you know, spreading hateful words, that's not the reality of who he is and that's not what the war room stands for and that's not what he stands for. There are many clips of him out there saying, I'm not a misogynist, I provide for my women, I would stand up for my women in a violent situation. What do you think his detractors would say about, for example, what you just said, the phrase, my women? Do you think that they would consider that to be misogynist? The phrase, my woman, for me, ties into the very traditional values that we have. Andrew's well known for talking a lot about his multiple girlfriends. How does that tie into this idea of a traditional relationship? Mm -hmm. Men at certain levels can provide for multiple women. And even we can go back uh, 100 years ago, kings, you know, wealthy men, they would support multiple families. How is that a bad thing? It's only very recently that men and women have been competing in pretty much in, in masculine realms, in work, in career. Not that long ago, and, in, and indeed in many cultures around the world, women still have the traditional gender norms. And we believe in the war room, that's what leads to happiness. Rather than a career or like you have, you know, your own agency in the world to pursue your own goals. The women who I know who are most fulfilled in life are not trying to do the things that traditionally men used to do. What about a situation where, this has just popped into my head, where I want my girlfriend, who I love, mm -hmm. to be a kept woman, mm -hmm. but she doesn't, she wants to pursue a career or something like that? Then find a different woman. Very simple. Woman. The core belief driving the war room and what men here are seeking is a misogynist fantasy of a time when they were kings and women were subjugated. It's at the heart of what Andrew Tate is selling. Just look at the tweets of Iggy Semmelweis, his second in command. My webcam girl is home 100% of the time, has no time nor interest in going out. She sleeps, cooks, cleans, does her shows, gives me all the money, gets railed by me and our girlfriends, then smiles, thanks me, and goes and does it again tomorrow. Welcome to the War Room. This is the War Room of Andrew Tate. Now, it's quite possible this next story has passed some of you by, but you would be in a minority. As the War Room members and I are bused to the fight location, the world begins to talk about Andrew Tate with a new intensity. He is a 35-year-old influencer who's been accused of spreading rape Openly culture. Openly condones and celebrates violence against women. Hitting women. Kids are acting like the things that he's saying is like revolutionary. 11-year-old boys, they love Please Andrew Please stop Tate. looking up to Andrew Tate. He is a bad guy. With the PR crisis going on, Andrew's team are eager for some good press. So they send an extra-friendly chaperone to sell me on the benefits of the war room experience. I'm Alpha Wolf. Okay. My role is to be Alpha Wolf. Okay, fair enough. Life is all about how you deal with the pain and how you move forward. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn a lot about yourself as a man. So take it, make the best out of it, mm -hmm. and grow as a man and be tough. All of the men in this room seem to be taking this incredibly seriously. What's your, like, goal for the fight? Of course I'm going to try to win. I see a lot of contenders right there who had the guts to come right here in a cage. If any one of them win one fight, he's gonna win all their money, all their girls. This is the culmination of Andrew Tate's pressure cooker of male insecurity. You're a fucking broke. You are poor. I'm the only guy on this fucking platform flying around in private jets with 27 cars living this lifestyle. Most of you are not too stupid to become rich. Are you ready? Round one. 
But while they come forward to gratefully take the beatings they've paid thousands of dollars for, you're here to lose a little bit of blood. Andrew Tate's future on social media is hanging in the balance. And the public backlash is spreading. I'm desperate to ask him about all of this. But first, I have to get through this ridiculous situation that I've found myself in. All right, let's go. Give it up for Matt Shepard. Did I say it right? Whatever's going on behind the scenes, watching me get chased around puts a smile on Andrew's face. Tyson gets stripped to the ground. And there's gonna be a ground and pound finish. Oh, but that is it! The referee pulls him. Come on, man! He's unable to defend himself. I hate these guys when they turn up. I almost punched Matt myself when he was in my house. You know what? He's officially from the over. I can't believe he actually got in there. Those who went all in on their fight came out badly. One man was knocked out and taken away on a stretcher. The inner circle had put these men through collective hardship and recreated them in Andrew Tate's image. Fighters. Come here, guys. Come out to the front. He broke his hand on your head. And you're fine. So you win. But they had also joined a movement that was widely accused of normalizing sexism and rape culture. While the men who chose to fight are paraded in front of the crowd, Andrew's team shamed those who refused. The shame hold. Hold on to it. Don't let it go. So anyone who fought, you can put your hand up. How the experience was, how it's going to change your life, and if you have anything to say to the people who didn't fight. I don't think I have any word of advice for the people that didn't do it except that he should have probably. Immediately, he went to check on me. I'm thinking, I want to go train because I feel inadequate, right? So yeah. that's what I want to do. Right now, I have new mountains to climb, and I'd love to get back here a year from now and go to the gym of the guy who beat the shit out of me. Didn't it feel like a movie the last few days? I feel like that's a great metaphor for life. Uh, you know, we shouldn't be slaves. We shouldn't be working nine to five jobs. We should actually make our lives into, I guess, a movie. I want to be known as one of the best fathers in the war room. I can't look at my sons and tell them to suck it up, Buttercup, if I don't say yes to this. Yep, makes sense. Whether or not they fought, all the men here paid $5,000 to the only real winner in this performance, Andrew Tate. For the people who want to stay and relax, there's some chicks, don't know where they're from. Yeah, let's have fun, I hope you all enjoyed it. We're told not to film the celebrations that conclude the evening, and it's not clear exactly what goes on. But once outside the lobby, we could clearly see a room containing naked women being photographed. With Andrew's team increasingly conscious of negative publicity, tonight could be the last chance to interview him. Do you consider the possibility that some of the things that you've said, which have been viewed 11 billion times, yeah may lead to an attitude towards women that could be harmful. I accept that across all of that viewership, I have perhaps, possibly, maybe said 
one thing, or maybe two, that has upset a large range of people. Wouldn't it make sense to just apologize for some of the things you've said, acknowledge that they have caused harm, and say that you won't say those things again? No, and I'll tell you why. I'm not gonna apologize for the edits of other people. I'm not gonna apologize for the misunderstandings of other people. There's a whole bunch of clips people are making which make me look very bad. That's not good for my life. That's not good for business. The clips that portray you in a negative light also help the algorithm to make you become more famous and more viral. I'm not an expert on algorithms for social media platforms. I do not have most of them installed on my phone. I cannot control what a 15-year-old Singaporean decides to do when he chops me up and calls me names. I can't control that, and I wouldn't try to. There has been a lot of bad press about you. That's made some nervousness within members of the war, and why is that? Well, obviously, when people are gonna continue to lie and continue to do very, very shallow, very, very fictitious investigations, people are gonna lose faith in you. The media has lost all credibility because you do not try and portray the truth anymore. One thing that stands in the way of truth, for example, is when we often do documentaries, we have full access to speak to anyone we want. But in this documentary, we've been very closely watched yeah. by the Sartorial shooter at Alpha Wolf, picking who we can speak to, you know, monitoring the interview. Yeah. What is it that you're worried that we're gonna find out? This, this question is so low. This, this is low. It's low. We let you in, we tried to take care of you, and I you're sitting here and just attacking us for three I, hours, bro. The world is asking these questions, and the viewers will be asking these questions. It's a consistent leading question, a consistent, consistent narrative. Where's the question about the good he's doing for men? Well, there's a very clear narrative. I need to leave. In the days afterwards, Tate is banned from YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram to the protest of his fans. They have shut us down. This is warfare against the West. For a moment, it seems the deplatforming has worked. But then, he reappears on Instagram with an emoji covering his face. You're lost. You understand you're living inside of a mechanism which is designed to control you. you he moves to Dubai, converts to Islam, sets up a new bank entirely owned by him, and rebrands the Hustlers University as the real world. In the first month after being deplatformed, he made $11 million and got 250 million views on TikTok alone. Months later, Elon Musk reinstates his Twitter account and he gains 1 million followers in 24 hours. I have no criminal charges. There's no charges at all against me. I have not hurt any women. No women are coming forward saying Andrew hit me. Zero. Andrew maintains that he has never abused a woman. But when we get back from Romania, we finally manage to speak to some women from his past. Amelia began seeing Andrew in 2013. Due to fear of harassment from his fans, she is withholding her real name. I always knew, even from back in the day, there was always things said bad about him. But when I'd seen him again in 2013, I thought, oh, all these rumors about him are going to be false because he's actually been really lovely. The first time I went around his house, because before it was a, like, maybe three, four times we, we got on dates, we started to make out on the bed. Out of the blue, he literally just stopped what he was doing and just laid back. He said, I'm just contemplating whether I should rape you or not. And I promise you, within an instant, he changed. He just jumped straight on top of me, grabbed my throat, started suffocating me, strangling me. 
the more I didn't want to, it made him so much more aggressive to the point where he was pinning me down, hurting me. The things he was saying to me, he was like, who do you belong to? Who do you belong to? And the more I couldn't say it, the more he'd hurt me. So I couldn't see an escape. And I, at that point, I just gave up. I just gave up. And then when it stopped, he went to the bathroom and acted as if it was normal. So I'm like, maybe I did what? Did I want it? Did I not? I definitely said to him, please don't, please don't. And he told me, shut the fuck up. Definitely got strangled. I definitely didn't want it. Did he think I wanted it? When you look back, the psychological warfare you have with yourself is like you couldn't even imagine. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't understand it unless you've been through it. You can't even say the damn word. Have you since come to terms with the notion that that may not have been consensual, that that may have been... I know for a fact it wasn't consensual. But it's hard to use the, the word. Even though I know technically it's true, that did happen. It, it, that is what happened to me. I still don't like vocalizing it. Amelia's method of coping with the alleged rapes was to pretend to herself that it was a normal relationship. The abuse wasn't consensual because he knew I didn't want it, which she confirms in multiple voice messages and texts to me. Am I a bad person? Because the, the more you didn't like it, the more I enjoyed it. I fucking loved how much you hated it. Turn me on. Are you seriously so offended I strangled you a little bit? You didn't fucking pass out. In all the women I've ever slept with, not a single one has ever bitched or complained like you are bitching and complaining now. Every few months, Andrew would send me on a different number, messages to remind me of how dangerous he was. I thought I'd remind you of the caliber of man I am. I am one of the most dangerous men on this planet. Scare tactics to, to make sure I wouldn't go anywhere, go to the police, wouldn't report, would always be under his control. It was always to remind me that he was there. After six months, Amelia eventually left Andrew when she says she began to fear for her own life. In 2014, she also decided to report the incident to police, who logged it. A year after, I got a phone call from a police officer from Hertfordshire Police. She said to me, we have two other girls that have come forward and said the exact same thing as you. Would you please be willing to come onto this investigation to make this case stronger? And without any hesitation, I said yes. And I thought, well, if there's two other girls, I'm not alone now. I'm not alone. One of those women was Sally. She was 20 when Andrew Tate approached her for webcam work. Due to fears of harassment from his fan base, she is also withholding her real name. First night that I worked for him, Andrew bought me like five bottles of wine. So I got completely drunk because I'd never done webcam work. So I was very, very nervous. Then that night, we were just sitting on the bed and Andrew punched me in my arm. I went to the bathroom and cried. It really, really hurt to have someone just hit me in the arm for no reason. I was very confused. <sighs> Sorry. <sighs> Sorry, I don't want to cry. It's OK. Um, so then when I came out of the bathroom, he was super, super nice. Like. 
from what I remember, Andrew didn't have any alcohol at all. It was literally just me. That night we cuddled and we ended up having sex and I was really, really drunk. That was my first night. Then it was kind of like every single night I would work. Were there any other instances where there was physical abuse? He used to, um, he used to strangle us as well. There was another time when he came into the bedroom, me and the other girl, we would sleep in the same bed with Andrew, but at this time the girl had a partner, so she was not interested in Andrew at all. And I had gone to the shower, I came back and I noticed he was, like, I saw him raping her. <laughs> and, um... when he threatened to beat me up in the bathroom and he said, oh, well, I don't give a fuck if you call the police, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. That's kind of when I knew, you know, I had to get out of there. I stopped working for Andrew about March, April time and I went to the police shortly after that. Nothing was done, really. The other girl that he had raped, she went to the police and then that's when they arrested him and took him into custody for like two days. When um, Andrew was arrested, we were taken in for a proper interview and it kind of just got left. I would send emails asking them to update, I'd hear nothing back. When we reached out to Hertfordshire Police about this, they had this to say. We acknowledge that there were some delays to the investigation. This was addressed at the time and apologies were made. The decision to prosecute based on the police's evidence would be up to the Crown Prosecution Service. Unfortunately, they turned around and just said, oh, we can't continue this case anymore. It's just insufficient evidence. You witnessed the rape occurring. Did that not count as evidence for them? No. Um, they openly said it's really, really difficult to prove rape. Very difficult. The Crown Prosecution Service said, in this case, we carefully reviewed all the evidence provided by the police regarding each complainant and concluded it did not meet our legal test and there was no realistic prospect of a conviction. In the UK, only one in a hundred reported rapes result in a charge, let alone a conviction. In a statement issued via his lawyer in Romania, Tate denied the assault or rape. He said, they wanted money because I fired them. The police understood after the investigation that I am innocent and the police found messages from the girls' phones where they were talking between themselves and planning to lie about me. Sally said the CPS sent a letter saying that one of the reasons they didn't charge Tate was because they found voice notes on our phones where we talked about whether we should tell the police that he gave us alcohol. We were talking about it because that is what happened. He used to get us drunk. They clearly didn't think a text from a man to a woman saying, I love raping you. Um, I know what I do to you is abusive and controlling. To CPS, apparently, that's not enough. I did the bravest thing I think I ever done in my life, which was hell, four years of absolute hell, going through an investigation without anyone knowing, and basically to do it alone, was all a waste. Despite repeated requests, Tate's lawyer did not provide a response to Amelia's allegations. 
The Romanian investigation into Andrew Tate and his brother finally led to an arrest on the 29th of December. The Matrix has attacked me. Police accused them of using the Loverboy method to traffic at least six women into a Romania-based webcam sex business. But we now know similar allegations have dogged Tate for years. His followers are obsessed with the idea that the Matrix is conspiring against him. But if anyone in the story is the victim of a conspiracy, is it the multi-millionaire celebrity? Or is it the women who claim they were abandoned by the system? You know, you see all these young men talking about how he's such a great guy and he's their idol and stuff, and that's so difficult to see. There are better role models out there. Don't be fooled by all the money and the nice cars and all the women. Working on yourself and becoming a better man and better mindset, yeah, but real men don't lay their hands on women. Michael Learmonth, editor-in-chief of Vice News. Too often, traditional news outlets shy away from the real stories and experiences of those living through global conflicts, not Vice News. Our reporters are on the ground, fearlessly covering the human stories that shape our world. You and millions of others can continue to read, watch, and listen to Vice News for free. But we hope you'll consider making a one-time or ongoing contribution of any size at vice.com contribute. Every contribution, no matter how big or small, helps support the journalism Vice News brings to you every day. Thank you.